0: And we're back with mm-hmm. the Corona Bonus Pandemic Cast Quarantine Special
1: part 7. Is this 7? Yes, this is 7. All right, this is 7.
0: This is definitely 7. Okay. Except in true in true fashion to how we theme these, this last one was the retcon direct sequel to the first one. This one is the remake of the first one.
1: Wait. Didn't we do 3 and 3?
0: We did do three and three, but I bait and switch. So I was like, we're not completing the trilogy. We're just retconning. Oh, yes, yes,
1: that's what it was. <laughs> so this is
0: this is just the remake of the first one. Gotcha. So we're going all the way back.
1: <laughs> you know, be wild.
0: If, ne- if for the next bonus episode, we got a couple of our friends who are women who just to do the podcast. Be like, oh, this is the girl version of the oh. movie. <laughs> this,
1: this is the Ghostbusters relaunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, might have to hit some people up see if they're down because I'm I'm interested now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, oh no! And then we go buy children from somewhere and have it be
1: like the children of us. <laughs> oh my god, dude! No, let's. That's that's actually a good idea. The the Ghostbusters two relaunch. All right, so this is like <laughs> then then they would have to use the names, uh, mommy master senpai. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, boutique Pauline. No, it, no it, it, it
0: would be mommy master. It'd be mommy mistress. Mommy
1: mistress <laughs> and boutique Pauline. <laughs> That's it. Now I want to do that.
0: Oh man, <laughs> it doesn't get any funnier than these episodes. Mm. I still don't think anything will top of the whole uh, candy toy joke. Yeah, That's
1: what that happens, just that so. just
0: sort of flowed. So um how how are those fire beats coming along?
1: Oh, they're coming. They're coming. They're coming. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> you have so
0: many days until you have to be finished.
1: Uh yeah. <clears throat> just been uh trucking along, you know, <sighs> keeping the choo-choo on track. Anything new? Um basically the the past couple of days since I like been working on an actual track, I've uh I've just been like teaching myself more and more stuff in the uh, in the uh, platform, you know, just how to affect sounds, testing out some mixing stuff, you know, just have you played with the warping bit. feature yet? Um, not particularly. What you need to do is like get a MIDI track or if there's any audio
0: samples in there, just pull it and just play or put one in, and just play around with the warping feature. It's okay. it's one of the most fun things in the world. Cool. You could literally spend an hour just like playing around with it. <laughs> Stretching sounds, to, mm-hmm. you know, the absolute farthest you can stretch them, hearing how they sound. It sounds pretty wild.
1: Yeah, I'll have to look into it. I, I, I don't know where it is hiding in the um. I'm assuming it's under audio effects, but
0: no, it's not. It's uh, when you click an audio. Um, I don't know if you single click or double click, but uh, you click on the audio and it's like it'll pull up the audio information. There's like a little information mm-hmm. thing down there that shows all the parameters of it. And warping is one of the features involved in an audio clip. Oh. So you just hit warp and you can like change the tempo. Like you can actually set the starting tempo, change the starting tempo. So, you know, I mean, in case you want to like if you were like if you had a loop mm-hmm. and you had it set to the tempo, specific tempo of what it is. Like if you had its actual tempo and it was a perfect loop, whatever the project tempo is, it'll stretch it out to that. And you, and you can you can mani- you can move the uh, tempo up and down and it'll just like stretch along with it. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. Kind of like, kind of like how MIDI works. Like, if you were to like play around with the tempo, there, mm-hmm. it would do the same. Except those are just—I mean—the notes would stretch along, so it's like you wouldn't hear a noticeably difference in audio. But other yeah, than that, anything new? Besides that, Or you just been chilling?
1: Just been honestly, just been kind of relaxing, working on that, trying to remain remain stress free. That has been a big part of this whole whole thing been uh great for my mental health you know
0: just so being off work and getting time to just work on you
1: yeah i mean it, there wasn't much work to be done it was really like the first the first couple weeks was just like decompressing because i haven't really actually decompressed had a real uh, vacation you know so like i don't know every it was it was like yeah i've had periods of time where i'm not working but that's that's not stress-free you know it's it's the actually being, you know, not having to worry about anything that actually relieves some stress. I've finally decompressed after X amount of years. You know, I haven't I haven't felt like this since since I was a teenager. Oh, it's <laughs> no
0: worries, no responsibilities. You get you just like be with yourself and whole, appreciate yeah.
1: who you are. No, no like looming clock or anything like that. Nothing that's like, uh yeah, today's fine, but tomorrow it's just back to some shit or anything like that. So it's it's been pretty good. It's been pretty That's good. good. Yep, I have just been
0: working. Work's piling up.
1: Well, I mean, they only brought one person back. What do they expect?
0: Oh, actually, they're actually i uh, am I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have a second person tomorrow, so it's gonna work out. Um, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. Like an
1: actual second person, or the yeah, life? an actual second person. Oh, okay, that's hell oh, yeah yeah I'll ch- uh, yeah it's,
0: it, it worked out so we're, we're gonna be able to get caught up and it's gonna be i get to have normal days yes, again instead of all yes. this like it is it's just like a mountain of stuff because like orders keep consistently coming in mm-hmm. and it's like man i'm the only one here it's 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 busy everywhere but uh i think the only other new thing is uh i mean i'm creating more content for my boutique Paul stuff mm-hmm. um
1: i've been hearing that a lot more lately you know with the room being right over there
0: yeah, past couple days, it's just it's always weird with weekdays and working and trying to prioritize everything else. But, uh, mm. yeah, I'm I'm tr- I'm trying to get in the habit of creating a bunch of stuff more often so I can just like constantly drop things because I'm getting I- I'm getting some decent responses to many videos I'm posting on Instagram. You know, I mean, each of them usually tip I, at the very least, I get like 70 to 80 views mm. on any given video. I actually got two random followers I think in, I saw in the that. past couple of days and I, I was I like, I just happened to see it and I was like, I haven't posted anything in a while. What's going on? And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. they must have just sort of stumbled upon me.
1: Yeah, it was like uh, ah. I saw somebody, uh somebody started following the podcast too, and I was like, I don't see how this person's related to the podcast at all. And I'm assuming they jumped there through Boutique Paul, you know.
0: I mean, it could have. I mean, who knows? Eventually they'll just they'll just be pouring in. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be One great. Day. One day soon. So I uh, I pre-ordered uh Run the Jewels put the pre-order up for their new album nice i uh, i got the um because limited edition um quad vinyl that comes with the uh, the album and the instrumentals printed on like really cool colored vinyl now do you have a vinyl player here currently no this
1: is like a parent's place and storage or
0: no i just i just don't have one at the moment oh okay <laughs> yeah i just yes i have a collection of vinyl but nothing to play <laughs> it on it's just a matter of like just saving up to get a, a decent one yeah okay because i want i want to get like uh I want I want to get like a decent one but I also want it cuz typically you have to buy the needle separate. I want to be like, buy like a really good needle for it. Okay. Cuz like cartridges and needles and stuff it's like uh like you can get a really good cartridge that is like like top quality but it's like they're a little bit pricey. So um and then, yeah, it's really just a money thing.
1: Yeah, and with a shittier needle don't you like damage the the vinyl?
0: Yeah, that's yeah. I mean if you have a crappy one that's why if you buy the cheap turntables people are like don't buy those. It's just going to ruin it. Like mm-hmm. I could buy there's one that I could get that's that's fairly inexpensive, um, and it's decent. I mean, you can even upgrade a couple of the parts on it. But I was like, I don't know if I just want like a
1: like a real sturdy, like professional one. I think I would just hold off for the uh, the big spend. You know, yeah, that's that's
0: that's probably what I'm going to do. Mm. I mean, I, I just I just can't wait till this blows up and I can buy like a six thousand dollar one. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> you know, like those audiophile ones that are like super expensive but are amazing. You know, get a, been- get, a, get a
1: classy sound system for it. I've been thinking about that too, like uh, paying attention to like uh, the tech world and seeing all these uh, these new PC parts coming out, and I'm like, you know, I could afford to like upgrade a, a couple things here and there, but I'm like, Mm-mm. I just want to wait. I just want to wait until I can drop a couple bands on it, no problem. Just get everything fresh and. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, don't, be nice. I don't generally like taking what I have and like piece by piece upgrading it over time because it almost feels like a Frankenstein's monster t- type vibe. That's why I time. haven't touched
0: my computer in a while. I was like, mm. I'm just gonna, if anything, I'll just like eventually just start gathering pieces and just having them sit and then put it together. Yeah. Like I've, I, yeah, I've never really been a fan of that either because it's like, you know, a fresh part versus an old part. Yeah. Nah,
1: nah. I don't, I don't know what it is, man. It's just like as soon as I'm like, I mean, I, it took a lot. To get me to to, to get the last um, CPU I got, you know, and I was like, I'm just putting this this brand new CPU on this old MOBO and I'm going to eventually upgrade the MOBO and probably have to like, I don't know, I'd rather just buy everything together, craft it once and then just. I mean you just hawk the is. other one. <laughs> just yeah. get all your stuff off it. Just like, hey, anybody need a need a
0: PC for yeah. whatever?
1: I mean, that's what I did with my last one. I, I like I tried to part it out as much as I could, you know, like sell this piece here, that piece there. But eventually what what it came down to is my friend was getting back into PC gaming after not having his rig for a while, and I ended up just being like, All right, you can just have the whole thing, take what you need, which you don't, I'll just Give away or like throw away or something Because I
0: mean, realistically like computer cards
1: Don't or computer
0: cards don't really maintain value Like that no I mean they're obsolete at every Six months
1: yeah I mean if you Want if you want to resale something like you're buying New shit like at, at the bare minimum Like every year and a half probably just Yeah to get, if just that to get people to actually I mean buy this You shit.
0: know you, and you never know what anybody's gonna Drop on you like mm-hmm. you know one of The companies could be like we've got this coming mm-hmm. out And it's never been made before and you'll be like Oh
1: all right. Mm-hmm that's, that's the only bad part about PC, about the PC world is that shit gets obsoleted so fast. You know, I have all this money and all this time invested into this rig. New thing only works on this. Fuck. You <laughs> know what I like? Cool I, I like
0: how we've gotten to the
1: point where it's um it's not about speed anymore. It's about mm-hmm. stability. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, I mean, they pretty much capped out the speed on like processors. You know, now, now it's, I mean, now you don't like, really how many have many cores toys. you can get. Like, yeah cuz uh, I mean realistically and they've dropped
0: it down for the uh, they've dropped down speed for number of cores cuz I mean you guys think it's like you can't have anything too fast cuz you do with latency issues and that's why people are like why don't we just make them faster it's like cuz none of can't. it will work
1: <laughs> at, at, certain, at some point it's a timing issue like the CPU can be going Ram, really fast but the rest of the system doesn't RAM only moves so fast <laughs> the metal can only get so thin <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and that, that is definitely true. Mm. Yeah. Like I want that, uh, I want that, uh, Andy thread ripper, the 64 cores. Mm. And th- those are actually, it's 64 cores at two gigs, but you got to think about two gigs times 64.
1: Yeah. I mean, all you need is a application that can actually use all of it. And then you're just, you're just set like, uh recording
0: program Reaper <laughs> that can actually utilize every single core.
1: That's that's the coolest part about uh technology these days, you know, is when you find the app <laughs> the actual program that can max it out. Then it's like
0: You know what's funny is is media is really the only one that can do it. Mm-hmm. It's like like for video editing, that's gonna be perfect. For like filmmaking, it's mm-hmm. you know, 64 cores that everything editing lightning fast you know you're not dealing with any sort of latency issues with you know not being able to handle anything the, because of the
1: because of the uh file size <laughs> the future is a thousand cores and editing everything real time like perfectly wait what like so like video um, editing and stuff right all the little effects that they add to the videos you know you need you need all that processing power for it, right
0: yeah you do it's more so i mean there is the way it works is it, they're not they're not extremely process heavy, but with typically with like um, like all those 3D animated movies, mm-hmm. they they generally use cluster farms mm-hmm. for rendering. So they are already they probably have rooms or they have a thousand cores going <laughs>
1: on just rendering these images. <laughs> what I'm saying is like being able to to like do it all on the fly, you know, like write some code and have some like video editing automation going on and then just have it Source all this power? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know much about video editing. I'm just assuming it's, worse,
0: it's hard because it's like there's so many teams involved. Mm-hmm. Like there's a team for everything. It's like you got like compositors. You've got like the graphic designers. It's you've got you know. I mean, sound is a sound is a, a world unto itself. Which I'm so mad because hold on, let me look up so I say this right. The Oscars pulled a, a big dumb move that I hate. They, uh, they combined sound editing and sound mixing in one category. Okay. <laughs> They're two completely different things. And combining them, it's like, really? This was almost as bad as when you decided to try to do best popular movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, yeah, generalizations like that don't really help anybody. I think they're just trying to reduce the amount of uh, Oscars they hand out at that point. You know? I don't know. Just, I mean, the Oscars are a joke anyway at this point. At, at what point does it become the Oscars? This one movie gets this one Oscar. End of the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Best Picture. That's it. <laughs> I mean, they they aren't among the major awards, so. I mean, I don't know. I've never watched the Oscars, never paid attention to it. I don't do like. Uh, award <coughs> ceremonies like that. At, at some point, I view it as just like, like a group of people kind of just circle jerking. It's more for the industry because if the more accolades
0: you get, it's 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 pretty much a resume. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you could literally get like there's a there's the fun story. In, um, when Kevin Smith did his film Red State, mm-hmm. the dude who I think it was a I think it was a producer who decided to fund it, or maybe it was a financier or something like that. He 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 pretty much helped make his movie possible based on the fact he did a movie with Bruce Willis. Mm -hmm. He didn't read the script. He said he's not into that just based on that. Didn't even, I
1: don't even think he saw cop out, but based on the fact that he worked with Bruce Willis, he's like, yeah, sure. I'll be in, I'll help with this. Yeah. I don't know that maybe that's just me being like, I don't like that whole, the, the whole gatekeeping concept there. But at some point when I, when I see somebody go up on stage or like I see pictures of it, because I don't watch it live. But when I see pictures of somebody going up on stage at the Oscars and walking out with like an armful of uh, awards, I'm like, Jesus, do they need all of those? Like you couldn't just give them one and then have all the titles along with it.
0: I, oh, it's like the Grammys. They just give you an individual one. Mm-hmm. Though I have to say the la- last year's Oscars was on point or no. Was that this year? No, I think that was this year. That would be this year. Never. I don't know what I'm uh, when Parasite won all the awards. (laughs) It it took literally all the top ones. It won best director, best picture, best foreign picture and best original screenplay. And everybody, it was like the one year they finally actually got it right with their decision. And Mm. there were no complaints about it. The only people complaining were the people who don't like subtitles.
1: Oh, (laughs) But like, I don't know, man, uh, like when you're when you go up on stage to receive an award and then you have to go off stage with a fucking cart full of them bitches. like That's too much.
0: The pageantry is just
1: way overboard. Like, can I just get a plaque with engravements? Yeah, like just give them one big fucking thing with a plaque that says all the titles you got for that year or whatever. But I don't know. I I
0: like someone made a comment like, oh, there's no diversity in this movie. It's like, huh. So the Korean movie starring Korean actors taking place in Korea or South Korea (laughs) isn't diverse. Wow. That's crazy. No (laughs) diversity in a movie that takes place in a specific nation with specific people blows my mind. They're probably mad because there's no black people in it.
1: Yeah. These are the same people who were like, okay, with uh, Scarlett Johansson being in the uh, Ghost in the Shell movie. You know. I
0: find that hilarious because the creator of ghost in the show said it doesn't matter who plays her. She's a machine.
1: Yeah. But like <laughs> that's people. Went so that's, nuts, that's the argument for it. And the people that are like, ah, blah, 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 whitewashing. And the people who are like, yeah, but Scarlett Johansson, I'm just like, I don't know if Asian people make a machine that's supposed to rep, uh, represent a human. You pr- I'm pretty sure it would look like an Asian, you know? If I make a machine that's supposed to be humanoid, it's gonna look something like me, you know.
0: I don't no, know. No. I'm not. I'm
1: not gonna make a machine and be like it looks Asian. <laughs> I think I remember. It's like it's
0: you know. I think I think the argument comes from it's like okay, yeah, they made it. It's they could have easily made it look neutral,
1: and people probably would have still complained How? that it wasn't Asian. How though? What is what is what is what is, what is like racially neutral look like? <laughs> it's the all races combined look. <laughs> The, the hairless future people from South Park look
0: <laughs> what was it did you see Um, I think it was minus Ben Affleck but they combine all the faces of every Batman pre Ben Affleck and it made the perfect Bruce Wayne
1: no but now I'm gonna have to look it up
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: it's amazing I also like that uh, there's a trivia pursuit card said uh, which one of these actors hasn't played Batman it's everybody include everybody who has including Ben Affleck they're like this card makes me so mad now <laughs> Cause it's cause he has That card is literally obsolete now (laughs) Who hasn't played Batman Uh um, Can we write write an answer in (laughs) That's wild Uh, Oh but going back to when I uh, Pre-ordered the Run the Jewels album I went on the site and it said uh, (laughs) Error (laughs) I was like did they crash the site already (laughs) I was like either They're just like setting up the page or literally Traffic was that wild that it just Crashed the site
1: well, they're big enough. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past
0: them. Oh, yeah. And this is you know probably one of the most anticipated albums coming out right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, and I'm excited because uh, that movie um, Capone was released. Uh, that, uh,
1: LP did the score for. I haven't heard anything <clears throat> about it yet. It's that um, aside from like reading a tagline. But that's
0: it. Yeah, it came out. It doesn't have great reviews, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to watch it because mainly for the score. And uh, also Tom Hardy.
1: Yeah. I don't think there's a movie with Tom Hardy in it that I wouldn't watch. I just like that dude. Good actor. He's a great
0: actor. They need to put him and Michael Fassbender in something together. That's what I think.
1: You know, they went to the same acting school. Well, we just got to get Tom Hardy to play. Um, Let's see. Michael Fassbender we just gotta get him to be the new Wolverine It <laughs> can bring Michael Fassbender back as Magneto yeah Yeah. <laughs> that
0: would be amazing yeah Michael Fassbender can um, start
1: showing some age and then we can just have him in
0: there yeah, yeah if I remember correctly they went to the same acting school and uh, Tom Hardy said that Michael Fassbender was literally the best actor in the entire school wow so I was like ah oh, it doesn't surprise me I mean look at the dude except he just never gets the he 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 never gets the right roles it's like they put him in things and it doesn't always do great and it's like the movies it's the movies bad it's not
1: him why is it that like you can just look at someone's face and know that they're uh they're they're particularly good at what they do what what, what i don't know like, why, like what why when is you look it? at him you're like you know what you, know what? you can do this though, like <laughs> look at michael fassbender's face and then just even if he wasn't an actor if he was like an electrician or some shit. You could just look at his face and be like, "Yes, that's a good electrician." You know, I don't, I don't know what it is, what, uh, what genetic signatures are present that that make that a uh, like uh, a parent. But I don't know So Espe- many Espe- people's genes <laughs> for just for some reason, off especially in Prometheus,
0: be- I see him and I'm like, "You're the literally one of the best actors ever." Mm-hmm. They were saying that like on that set, like they were um, amazed at how good he was.
1: I don't know, man. Yeah, here's Whatever that, it is, I want to figure it out. Yeah, here's a picture. Um,
0: every Batman actor merged the perfect Bruce Wayne.
1: Honestly? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah this I can is get this. behind it.
0: <laughs> it's like they should oh, do this face. Just sw- face swap in a movie with an actor.
1: Yeah. Well, because so, you can do so, that nowadays. So, so, so <laughs> generate that face. <laughs> and then just <laughs> I don't know what was his name. Uh which which one was the most popular uh voice actor for Batman? Oh, why
0: am I blanking on his name? Jeremy's gonna kill us for this. Was it, was it Kevin
1: Conroy? <laughs> yeah, Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Just, just generate the face and use his voice.
0: <laughs> oh, that would Boom. be perfect.
1: Batman, perfect. Literally, no one could complain. Like, this isn't blah, blah, blah. It's every Batman actor's face in one. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be like, this dude's not as good as this dude. He is this dude. <laughs> uh, Kevin Conroy is the
0: Batman. Mm-hmm. Just like Mark Hamill is the Joker. Mm-hmm. I was so glad they I got I want to see
1: that, but for the Joker now. The the, the merge face of the
0: Joker. <laughs> that would
1: look straight. It would probably look perfect. <laughs> it would look bizarre and not human because you got people like Jack Nicholson and Jared Leto, and I don't see how that's gonna blend well. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you'll say Heath Ledger, and that's just gonna be <laughs> <laughs> that would Man. be one crazy sight. Oh, and then there's oh fuck. Okay, this is what's his name Caesar Romero. Oh, yeah. Got to blend oh, him that? in there, too. <laughs> I have to say, Cesar Romero
0: looked like the best Joker. Mm-hmm. I also like how um, 60s Batman was more diverse than, like, modern Batman. Because it was Romero? No, because Catwoman was black in the series. Oh, yeah.
1: True. It was like,
0: man, wow. They were.
1: <laughs> this, was, <laughs> this was like a terrible time for racism. But mm-hmm. you know what? Much diversity. They made her black because she's a black cat and black cats are bad luck. Ha ha. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> Because of superstition.
0: <laughs> so wait, black people are bad luck? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that's, oh, That's the implication that they were making. Oh, man. No. And,
0: then, and then we got Michelle Pfeiffer. She's all right. She said she hated it being in the costume. I bet. <laughs> she did not look comfortable. She, she was vacuum sealed into it. Mm-hmm. It does not sound fun at all.
1: Ugh. They could have just like. God, the original Catwoman just outfit just looked terrible. You know, I, <laughs> I I much prefer the the modernized version. You know, where it's just like um the Anne Hathaway one. Well, no, not in that not that one in particular. Oh, I like the, I like that one. I mean, I like that one because I, I I like the um how they how they made the cat ears. You know, with her uh, with her goggles. Yeah, that like was that. so cool. I like that. That was pretty cool. But I like the um I like the Catwoman suit that's pr- that's typically portrayed in the the more recent like Arkham games where it's like. It's not so much the uh, the airtight. uh, Come on. Why can't I think of the name of the material? Leather? Uh, Yes.
0: Just just (laughs) skin tight leather. But look like you're going to a going to a party. Look
1: look like she's somebody's gimp. But (laughs) I like it because it like it shows a very clear like zipper in the front typically. And it's like, well, it makes sense how this person gets in and out. And it's like breathable and shit. You know, it looks like a human would wear it. As opposed to the shit that was in that old Batman movie. That's funny. Just uh, inconvenient. Yeah. And then like if you sweat, you're just in your soup. As long as you're in that suit. If you can sweat. Right. Probably blocking your pores. Oh, God. Gross.
0: Just like get out of it and your body starts leaking sweat. (laughs) (laughs) That's a cringe thought.
1: (laughs) I imagine she probably took several showers uh, after filming every day. Well, oh yeah, I mean, film
0: shoots like that are typically like 12 to 14 hours. Fuck
1: that. Like, all right,
0: we're not filming for three days. <laughs> we got to think Fuck like, it. um, so I
1: can dry out.
0: <laughs> or like if you have a lot of like, um, prosthetics and makeup or whatever, it's mm. like, it's like you say like six to eight hours, like, yeah. you know, Dave Batista when he was Drax, it was hours
1: them getting him set up for, for shooting. I remember watching the, uh, behind the scenes footage or documentary or something where they were talking about, um. The, the costume effects for the guy who played uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And the, the oh. shit he had to get into to have those giant arms and that face. And I was like, nah, <clears throat> I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. You know what the worst part is? Like, those get the best shots. Because, like, there's nothing. Digital can
0: do a lot of cool things. But there's nothing like real mm. items. Like, making him actually look that massive and like a monster. Yeah man i was so mad that that uh the new mummy they just totally botched it oh with tom cruise yeah because like when they're like we're doing the universal monsters universe i was like oh that's cool and they're like oh by the way jekyll and hyde i was like wait in the mummy and then i was like wait who's playing him i was like oh and then they ruined
1: it and i was like wow i guess we don't have this i I was i was upset that that movie wasn't you know better because I really wanted the Universal Pictures monsters universe to come out Tom Cruise got way too much creative
0: control and that was that's the reported
1: issue yeah it it should have been more mummy less I'm I'm uh what was it what, you, what was he playing the role Jack Reacher fighting a mummy. <laughs> it's like okay this isn't mission impossible
0: right like it
1: doesn't have to be full out action the whole goddamn movie that's what it felt like to me at least
0: well they also said um it's kind of crazy that you know you have a, a mummy movie that's not a horror movie yeah opportunity missed
1: yeah i did feel like there was no like threat from the from the antagonist Throughout that entire movie, that's
0: what happens when you let actors have a bigger role
1: than they probably should. Now, the other thing that really upset me about the whole Universal Monsters universe was that the the Dracula movie that had came out, which was I it actually, Dracula Untold, yeah. Oh, which was
0: it's, supposed to start it, and well, it, <laughs>
1: it was it was gonna start it off, and then they're just like, "No, it's not included <laughs> in the new universe going forward." I was like, "You fucking pieces of shit!" I actually liked that Dracula <laughs> movie. Oh but yeah, so, man, so bad. Russell Crowe as <clears throat> Doctor Jekyll.
0: That was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it's kind of wild how they do that. They're like, this is the start. No, just kidding. We're going to do this. Oh, by the way, we're canceling it. Mm.
1: I like his performance in that too. Going from Dr. Jekyll to Mr. Hyde, like in one scene, like managing the the two roles and then <laughs> splitting from one to the other. That's great.
0: I also like how he was kind of like trying to make it clear. Like, look, you don't want to be in this room right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need to get out of here. Puts his hand to the thing. Oh, they're not letting me out. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, man. That'd be a. That makes me wonder, like, because with that spin on it, on the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing, you know, he has to take the the serum to stay Dr. <coughs> Jekyll. I'm like, so what happens when he doesn't, he turns Mr. Hyde, he's just hide, like, until somebody's like, ah, tranquilizer gun equivalent of injecting the serum into him. It could be just like it's because like traditionally it's like the doctor <coughs> takes something and he turns into Hyde for a, for a temporary amount of time. Oh, that'd be a crazy spin well, if, it, if,
0: if it was like he is
1: Hyde primarily if he doesn't keep it under control. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like God damn it's like the Hulk, but he's always always angry, but he's never like Bruce. You know? Yeah, <laughs> he, I'm the off chance that he calms down for a second. He turns into Bruce for a little bit. That, that's what <laughs> yeah. that spin is. And I'm like, that's interesting.
0: Oh, man. That, yeah, that is kind of wild to think about mm-hmm. like, huh? I wonder I wonder what would happen if he got his own solo movie.
1: I don't think i've ever i don't think I've ever seen or if there even is a solo dr Jekyll mr Hyde movie. I'm pretty sure there is i mean i would i would i would have to say a more recent one because like oh I'm sure been there's years yeah i'm I'm assuming there's probably one that's like i want to say like probably like thirty or more years old because I haven't heard of one in my life i mean there there
0: isn't i know there isn't a popular one that was released in the past couple decades
1: wasn't there a TV show at one point probably I mean, there t- there's, there's a TV show of everything at some point <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, i don't know i'm kind of curious to see because the film industry is a really interesting place right now especially with everything just shut
1: down do you have any uh any particular like idea for a film that you'd want to see like portrayed like not something that you're trying to make so but like anything that you've been itching for you're like oh why don't they make a this movie or uh you know it
0: it depends. I mean, there's sometimes I don't think too much on that kind of stuff because I prefer like original stories. Mm-hmm. I do know I do I do I do have a few things. I do have a couple things that I personally would make. Mm-hmm. I would love to take a stab at Lord of the Flies. Okay. Because right. the 90s one is trash. Mm-hmm. But the original, like the first movie they did, I think it was, was I think it was late 50s, early 60s, or whatever, was really good because they actually showed the development of how these kids become twisted and i was like this would be the perfect thing to make now given like all the like different film techniques that have progressed and the way you know especially in this wave of kind of like you know more there's more of an intellectual artistic horror movie style going on right now i was like yo we could get like the best kid actors around because kid actors are only getting better all the time Mm -hmm. have
1: them portray characters oh it would be so good you think that would go over well though in the climate In the social climate with the whole violent youth thing no it wouldn't but that, that'd be the best part Yeah, it would be it would be a power move like this is controversial and you're
0: going to have to deal with it because it's kinda, a movie
1: kind of like how uh, how people were, respo- were responding to Joker you know the the <laughs> the people going into the theaters and then as soon as uh, as soon as he kills one one character they're like yes they're in there cheering people are like fuck I'm leaving which come on that's an overreaction he's responding to him it's not like, it's I mean, not like the was, first shot was fired you know the funny and thing? then he produced it was, a gun and fired into the air like yes the Joker you know and
0: I think that's that's one of the things that made it hard for the movie, even though it was way more successful than they anticipated. It was this perception that it's going to cause problems. Like, look, these things don't, they don't inspire a lot of things you think are going on. Mm-hmm. People who do twisted things are already kind of messed up, and they're planning on doing it. Yeah, they just, just use something as an excuse to, like, "Yep, I can do this now."
1: Well, I think that I think that started. I thought I think the using some using some source as an excuse originated with people just trying to blame it on something else, so that they could lighten their sentence when they when they do get caught and jailed. Ah, you know, yeah, I didn't do it. The video games made me crazy. Um, but I think the fear really stemmed from the whole. The 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 shooting that happened when one of the Batman movies came out. Yeah, yeah. But
0: I, I'm waiting for someone to be like, you know, "Oh, was universe. oh was the video games like, dog last year? You clocked in 2,400 hours of Animal Crossing. What do you mean?
1: <laughs> Somebody comes out of the <laughs> lockdown and and there's like uh, a lot of violent murder or anything. People, it's the damn video games. Like they were literally in their rooms chilling farming.
0: <laughs> <Relax>. <laughs> they were fishing and planting in their garden. <laughs>
1: Danny oh, Trejo plays this game. Well, Doom Eternal came out the same day, and I guarantee Animal Crossings has better sales. <laughs> you know, you know, I,
0: I I like this kind of surgence in everybody being over there and accepting the most wholesome of things. Mm-hmm. Like I saw a bunch of people posting on Twitter about a uh, like adults, like artists of all talking about a uh, show We Bear Bears. Mm-hmm. It's like a Cartoon Network show. I think Callie was watching it, and everybody was like, I love this show, it's like it's so wholesome. <laughs>
1: amazing but yeah uh back to the whole movie <coughs> idea so yeah is uh, what up what, what about like so we talked about a movie that you'd like to see but what about a spin on a typical movie anything and like um i mean we, we were just talking about the whole the spin on the whole dr jekyll mr hyde thing is there any spin on something in film <clears throat> no in film i mean you
0: could like take see? well i actually another a good spin i thought was a new invisible man movie Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good spin on the character. I mean, it wasn't the most amazing movie and it's like obviously there's some like kind of plot hole things and some uneven things about it, but I thought that was a good spin on it. Um I don't know. I think it would have to if I would if if I wanted to see it, I would have to kind of like go back in the archives of like more like older films to see if we could put a spin on something cuz I like <clears throat> My main issue with a lot of the remakes is everybody's doing it too soon, or like superheroes are constantly being rebooted after like one movie finishes. Mm-hmm. But before, when they did adaptations or remakes back in the day, it wasn't what was the most commercially successful thing. We're just going to keep repeating it. It was they would go back in the classics. I mean, take a look at um Scarface. I'm pretty sure the original Scarface was re- released in like the 30s, mm-hmm. and that movie came and, and the one that everyone's like really knows about came out in 1980. So it's like they pulled that kind of out of the archives like here. This is a spin. It's like it's not Al Capone. It's, you know, fictional character Tony Montana in Miami, which uh, Oliver Stone actually kind of hung out for a little while in Miami, like with the drug cartel to like research
1: and everybody and people I was reading interviews and people were like, yeah, we thought he was going to die. That brings up questions. How does he just have that fucking connection? How's he just actually, like, I don't I I want to research this for my movie. Correctly. I don't know
0: if he actually like, ended up. He was hanging around people who probably were obviously okay. like it was known, but you know, not known as, you know,
1: mm-hmm. this you know the, a low government, the government to
0: has you. to handle cartels very carefully. That's why they're not always busted. Just mm-hmm. instantly. It's You have to handle it a certain way because if you don't, it's like all out war and it's just bad. But uh, or um, or when they used to do books back in the day, it wasn't like what was the bestseller. We're just gonna like take advantage of it and just explode it into you know just the sugary, delicious thing that everyone consumes. It was you were taking you know books that maybe you know people wouldn't touch like the. that's why i like the 70s era film is because it was such a lawless wasteland everybody was doing like all these crazy things and they were making they were like making books that people were like you know revered as being like really mature content or like really heavy material or there's just books or there was just stuff that was just flat out banned. Mm. like there are more movies banned around that time than probably any other era but um i mean i'd like to see something i don't stanley kubrick would often he he never wrote he he never did original screenplays mm-hmm. he would always take another material and then like adapt that i think usually with another writer and he said why would i spend time coming up trying to come up with a story when i can improve on another story and whether or not he improved on it is obviously subjective i mean there's the divide between the shining like you know what's better the book or the movie but that, there's always that argument but um yeah i don't know i think i would take I don't want to see something interesting that you wouldn't really expect. Like, maybe take something that exists in some genre and maybe put a spin on it in another. Or just take, like, classmates are Like, have you ever seen the movie The Guest? Nope. Oh, it's really good. I'll have to play it for you. I think you'll actually like that. It's just literally dude. He comes home. He He's back from the military and he stumbles. He um, I don't know if it was, like, someone he was friends with. He goes to their family and was like, something like, hey, I don't know if they know he died at that point, but I think it was like after he comes over and he like makes friends with the family and then a bunch of weird stuff starts happening and you realize this dude's like dangerous. And it, and it's almost kind of like it's kind of like a mix of those old 80s thrillers like Terminator and stuff like that. It's just the like the way the movie works is like this dude is like you could tell he's kind of like almost like, you know, you could there's there's like revealed about experiments that are happening. This dude's almost superhuman and just the way it works, it just has that classic 80s thriller vibe and it's really cheesy. Well okay no I, I think you'd like it. But um <clears throat> I think if we just like put classic sp- spins on things or spin on things that are kind of classic, that's why I think um, a lot of the horror movies that are coming out now are doing well is because they're not, it's not overtly about gore and it's not all jump scares. It's, you know, we're kind of taking a different approach where it's like, you know, we can be more artistic and tell a good story, but we're actually, we're inducing fear with things that sh- aren't generally typically scary. Like if you take like Get Out, I mean, obviously that had kind of like a weird little, Twilight Zone sci-fi spin to it, mm-hmm. but you take that it's just like, it. His influence just lie on just like classic movies, and just the way it was told. It's like, oh, this is a this is a an interesting portrayal of what it's like to be a black dude going to visit his white girlfriend's family. It's like I'm sure you know, <laughs> probably gave some people some certain feelings
1: about, <laughs> about that after a while.
0: But yeah, or it's like a Baby Driver. That's just a classic spin on the you know the getaway driver on the getaway thing. driver tale. It was just very well done yeah i'd I'd have to see um i don't know there's there's nothing particular i want to be made but i would like to see continue a continuation of things being kind of like doing new spins on classic things because i think that's where like you know like what's what's time what's a timeless concept because it it never really gets old because there's always an there's always a subtle nuances you can take from
1: anywhere me personally it's not that deep. I just want to see a mythological movie that's more accurate <coughs> to the original stories. Like, you know, we always get these we we get these movies where where the 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 gruesome bits are watered down, the stories like shortened up and all these uh these bits that I find more interesting are are left out. Like, can't remember a uh a mythological movie centering about around the uh the Titans that came before the Olympian gods where the the story about Kronos eating all his babies, you know? Like, I want to see stuff that's like that accurate. I don't want them to be like, oh, well, that's too gruesome for this fu- for this film. Let's let's not leave in the bit about uh, yeah. whatever going on, but not particularly the whole Olympian mythos, but like any mythos in particular. Yeah, I just I mean, want to explore in film something other than the the Greek and Roman mythology.
0: I mean, there's a lot. of. I mean, it's like it's like I'm I, I'm not personally that into, into that stuff myself, but, you know, I, I think we could stand to do something a little bit you know more straightforward and to the point of those things it's like all the all these disney movies we, or the disney take the disney movies like that were adapted from those the brothers Grimm stories why don't we ever get direct adaptations of those i mean those
1: would be really gruesome but you know it makes you think <laughs> it's like why why does because a prince charming totally ready to fuck a corpse isn't exactly something that people are down with yeah, but exactly. I'm down with that. I want to we're see like, that movie. Gonna, let's see this play out. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I think we're
0: moving to a good space. You know, where it's really interesting to see. It's like there's not necessarily a Warren film, but there is this really interesting, almost strange tension between both sides. Like you've got the popcorn flicks who are just adapting all this stuff. Like like you got the superhero movies and all the like other stuff that goes along with that. But then you have these like artistic movies that are like really excelling and getting good reviews and even selling a lot and it's you know this kind of weird dichotomy it's like both of them can exist Mm -hmm. and we're seeing this we're seeing the proof of it but Hollywood isn't trying to take note like hey maybe we can make something other than the typical stuff that might actually bomb
1: yeah well I mean they're just concerned with the dollars so
0: well I know but that's the thing it's like but there's so many movies proving it wrong it's like we'll take the chance Mm -hmm. I mean, they won't even they they won't even take chance on small movies. They'd rather, uh, you know there there are certain people in issue. The they'd rather spend two hundred million dollars on something general that might flop than something for like five million that's experimental. Mm-hmm.
1: The MCU success, so you got everybody making all these comic book character movies like uh, Bloodshot, starring Vin Diesel. You know that came out. I I don't know about its commercial success, but I mean, I haven't seen it. I have zero interest in it, and I'm a comic book junkie. You know, I think there's a, there
0: is a point where you're beating the dead horse. You don't have
1: to adapt everything, right. especially right.
0: especially like when when people have seen Vin Diesel in that kind of
1: role before. Mm. I mean, realistically, realistically, that movie is just upgrade, but starring Vin Diesel. If you've if you've seen upgrade, I haven't seen upgrade yet upgrades by the same dude who
0: actually did the Newly the Invisible Man.
1: Yeah, the upgrade.
0: Was I've been I've been meaning to see that. I heard it was
1: good. Up- <laughs> upgrades a movie that that makes that upgrades a movie after seeing it like Sure, people can be like, ah, oh, fear of AI and be hesitant. But like after seeing Upgrade, I'd be the first person in line to let Elon Musk put a fucking chip in my brain. <laughs> after seeing Upgrade, <laughs> like, dude, I'm down. Let's go. But also that that's an example of
0: a story that just like takes kind of like it's it's a general kind of more classic concept in sci-fi. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, have we forgotten that good filmmaking can make anything good?
1: Mm hmm. I if it's so.
0: very well made, it doesn't matter if it's like, you know, it doesn't have to be groundbreaking or appeal to like, it doesn't have to pander. You can make something really cool. just out of nothing. It's like, like, you know, so I can't wait to make my films. Cause it's like, I just, a lot of my ideas just come from general things. I was like, you know, I'm making a like my idea for a time travel movie. I was like, I want to do a time travel movie. How do I do it? I came up with a way that I think is interesting and a new spin on it. And that's it. That's all it has to be. No, the re- it's like, I got the basis there. It's like, how do I, how do I present it and how do I make it to where it's worth watching? It's like, I just need the basis for the story. It's like, okay, now I can figure out everything else. Add some drama. No, well, that's part of it. I'm just saying it's like, I'm just saying that, um, like, I have the idea. It's like, it doesn't take much. I just need to present it in a way that's, that where it's going to hit. I'm trying to figure it out because the, the way I have it set up, it's kind of really weird. So I have to figure out the right kind of drama because like I'm, I'm also big on noir so there's going to be i got to figure out a good kind of like twist type reveal oh okay i mean not like gimmicky but it's hmm. like i got to have something it's like you know there, there's got to be like a like a carrot at the end of a stick i got to have people follow on MacGuffin. yeah so i just got to figure that out because because the idea is i want it to only start two people mm-hmm so I was like, okay, and I've I've seen some movies where it's like you have minimal people. I was like, okay, how do I keep it interesting? So I was like, okay, now I'm trying to figure out like how do I approach cinematography? What kind of score am I going to do for it? Cuz yeah, like, you know, it's like cuz there are other things too. It's like you know, it's not so much what you see, it's also what you hear and the combination of the two and how how you want people to or see or the
1: things. absence of what you hear. Or or the absence of what you hear. I find those when 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 I'm when I'm watching like a thriller or a suspense film, it's it's those scenes where there's where there's no no like uh music uh, playing in the background there's no score going that that really gets me like to pay attention because like when it when it quiets down like that i'm like my ears are perking up i'm trying to hear every little sound that's not music that's that's about <coughs> to come that's about to you know happen yeah that's definitely a you know like oh, that's, the, it's the, <laughs> the lightest bit of their clothes ruffling from around the corner or something like that or like <laughs> They take a step and the the floorboard doesn't creak in a way that's supposed to be like relevant, but you can hear it creaking. It's like that 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 ambiance right there really gets me into it. It's
0: also what I was saying. Just like man, sound designers are like magicians Mm -hmm. because it's like that's that's part of their job. They have to you know almost put you there in that scenario. Like you're there yourself have like every single sound. That's why I would say like Foley is ridiculous. Like seeing pictures of a Foley studio. I'm like, you literally have everything to make every single weird, natural sound that no one would realize. Cause it's like, you're not supposed to notice it in a, in a context of like, this is a sound effect. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to feel like I'm here. What's going on.
1: Yeah. Makes me think of all the, uh, all the times you see a a scene in a film that takes place in like a giant server farm and some 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 whatever corporate floor anywhere but like i'm I'm like where do they get the noise from that do they do they like just set up a bunch of fans basically or do they probably take a recorder into an actual server form or server farm and i'm I'm sure i'm sure there's probably um because there is there are a a mixture of the two there are
0: sound libraries where they um you know or it could be a combination of different things Mm because yeah there's a lot of sound libraries that are standard that people use to pull those kinds of sounds from Mm -hmm. or you just get creative like in primer the sound of the machine isn't a sound effect. It's like a combination of a motor and something else. Like it's, it's just actual recorded sounds. It's not just like sound effects that he had found. Oh, so you just got to get creative. It's like when you said, you saw the video of someone like cracking celery for breaking bones. It's like, Mm -hmm. wait, what's he doing with
1: that? Celery crack. You're like, Oh, who thinks of shit like that? But that reminds me of, uh, you know, the, the bonus features and DVDs and stuff. There was this, there was this animated (coughs) film Titan AE, that I watched a long time ago, and they had uh, they had a particular scene where they're floating through space and these giant like ice structures were colliding with each other, you know, and it made this very peculiar sound. And they're talking about how that how they got around to making it. And the dudes like, yeah, well, I was up in like, I don't, I don't know if it was particularly Michigan, but he was somewhere where it snows a lot which made me may, maybe I just want it to be Michigan. But <laughs> <laughs> so you decided like this is Michigan. I, <laughs> I understand this. But uh, he was like, yeah, I didn't know. I was like boggled. I didn't know what I was going to do with it or do for it. And then he just kind of like walked outside one day and then stepped across snow and just paused and was like, wait a minute. And then, yeah, it turns out he was taking two clumps of snow and he was just like kind of like rubbing them together in a, in a particular way to get that sound effect. And I was like that 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 fits, you know, like for having I mean. Shouldn't be no sound in fucking space, but still. (laughs) Right, right, right. That's that's where sci-fi gets it wrong.
0: (laughs) There's no air in space. There should not be sound.
1: I do like it when I see films where uh, where they're in space and it's just dead silent. I'm like, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like or or you hear noise
0: inside the ship because Mm -hmm. that's what happens if like a panel breaks off and all the air is getting sucked out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to make movies. So much fun. I remember I did a exercise called the movie minute. And um, I think when I was taking recording classes at CC and we did, we replaced a minute of the matrix. So we did all the Like we got in teams and did all the sounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, the teacher said he liked our version better than the movie version. I was like, yes. What minute was it? It was the one where he's uh, running up the stairs and gets shot. Mm-hmm. So we had to do that. And then like when they bring him back to life, so it was literally just that minute. And we had to do everything with all the sound effects, people. What did you use for the music. sound of the gun? <clears throat> um, I don't know. That was a different team. Oh, okay. We broke up into teams and we oh, created okay. the tracks and then we put them together. I was just I was I was kind of hoping. I think they used a library sound. I don't we didn't oh. we didn't we didn't have we didn't really have we had to pretty much work with what we could find. Like I was part of the Foley team. Mm-hmm. So we had to like we had to come up with a sound for the impact of the bullet. Mm-hmm. in his chest and him like hitting the wall and sliding down and then we actually we accidentally forgot one sound what it was him opening the door we forgot to record that <laughs> so it was like it just opened up and it was silent <laughs> That's oh great. it was fun
1: <laughs> <laughs> he like kicks down the door completely silent. like uh I don't know if you're the world's greatest ninja or. <laughs> right? Closes doors so silently. And then several years later, he's he appears in the John Wick movies. And yes, he is the world's greatest ninja. <laughs> Plot twist. John Wick
0: is just really Neo. Mm. I like how, uh, I like how, after The Matrix, it was like he was just typecast as just this person who is just almost like you you can't believe he exists in real life. Mm-hmm. Like what was it? He was uh I think he was wasn't he cast in the remake
1: of uh Day that Earth Ertstein still? Yeah. Yeah, he 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 played uh Klaatu in uh in the in the remake.
0: Yeah, he was also a uh, he was the, he was the I think the original idea for Dr. Manhattan. I don't know about that one, dude. That was a the the ideas they had for that one was so bizarre. Like Jessica Alba is Silk Specter, Tom Cruise is (laughs) Ismendes. Okay, no, (laughs) yeah, Tom Cruise is Adrian. I was like, that's almost too stereotypical Tom Cruise,
1: and I was like, no, don't do that. (laughs) Uh -uh. No, no. I think
0: uh, I think John Cusack was supposed to be Night Owl.
1: (laughs) I'm indifferent on that one.
0: The ideas they had originally were just so bizarre. I was like you got literally every stereotypical
1: actor who would be in these roles typically. Speaking of casting, apparently uh they they're eyeing <coughs> Brad Pitt for a role in the MCU. They 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 they're apparently well not eyeing probably isn't the right term. They're already talking to him, I think. Uh but they had they had him like in in plans for a a role of a villain in the MCU. And I was like whatever, not really concerned, but I think from the last I heard, they're actually going to end up casting him as Hyperion, I, which I just I'd be surprised Hyperion? if he takes Hyperion Hyperion. I don't I don't remember how to pronounce it perfectly, but um, it's basically just Marvel's Superman part two. I'll what? be surprised if he takes it. I mean, it's already been in the MCU. Or what? not the MCU, the the Fox universe. He was the Invisible Man in Deadpool 2. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> you only catch it when he gets electrified, but yeah. Oh, yeah. That was him.
0: Oh, yeah. Because it's weird, fun yeah. cameos in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I said I'll, I'll be surprised if he takes it because um, he recently said at one of the awards ceremonies was that his, uh, or maybe it was an interview, that his, uh, his acting roles, like, He's going to minimize the amount of movies he's in, mm-hmm. just because he's like acting is really a young man's game, and
1: he's about to be sixty. So he's he he wants to kind of do the more behind the scenes stuff. That's what I said too. Well, not particularly that, but like he's he's aging out is what I, is the term I use, you know? Um, it gracefully, I might add. <laughs> when they, when when I when I had heard about this, my friend was the one who told me about it. He was like, "Yeah, they're apparently eyeing him to pay, to play uh, Hyperion," and I was like, "Well, I mean, the only one that I remember was like." fairly young looking so i don't really see an older brad pitt playing that role and then like the only old version of hyperion i know is like a fucking grandfather like it looks 80 (laughs) but i'll figure it's the mcu they'll figure it out Mm -hmm. they change things all the time and
0: it's just fine because they make it work
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, so back to earlier i am super excited to hear your beats when oh we're finished. yeah <laughs> sad i'm just like i just i'm like it's only monday it is honestly only you monday. know you know one thing i think you would probably get into it's easy to obsess over it too and it's not even something where it's like you'd release
1: anything are you familiar with modular synthesizers no i'm not familiar with anything related to sound effects Oh. I don't. I don't make music, and I don't make sound effects for films. Well, a like,
0: modular sympathizer, you basically buy this
1: rack, and it's all modules that you put together. That looks like way too much wire management. Oh, it's insane. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to, not I'm trying not to. trying to have my workspace look like a, uh, a, a television or telephone company switchboard.
0: Well, it's, Good. it's not even something you have to, it's literally just like, it's just something you can play around with. I, I'm not even saying for you to make music with it. Just like, just make sounds. Oh, just, you can. I mean, you don't even have to make them that big either. You can literally have like a small rack, but yeah, you buy these modules that all do different things. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can get like, you can get an oscillator that makes its own and then you can get like an amp module. And then you get all these effects modules and you just sort of plug them in.
1: Some of them have sequencers. It's it's insane. I don't know about all that. I'm I'm pretty good <coughs> on that. I'm 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 more inclined to play around with things in the in the digital scope. When it when it comes to stuff like that where I gotta have a shitload of peripherals, uh I like to uh be a minimalist. You, know, you might like a standard synthesizer maybe but i, I mean, mean i'm not knobs. i'm not really into the sound effects uh, as 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 much as where i like i'll sit here and do it for fun you know like i don't know it, it's it's like you might like this synthesizer and i'm just like i don't really have any interest in buying that you know it's not something that i'm going to go out and be like i want i want to do this just to play with it like i'm going to have a purpose for it you know but i don't know I'm not shooting it down. I'm just saying it's highly unlikely that something will actually go on. I'm I'm just saying. say, oh, I wouldn't expect
0: you. I mean, good ones aren't really cheap. Mm. I wish I could afford more outboard synthesizers.
1: Mm. They're super fun. Sounds too expensive for me to want to buy just to try out is what I'm saying, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'd have you. I would buy one first
0: and Mm. have you try it out definitely a lot of fun stuff it, I, I i like them just because it like takes you off of the screen mm-hmm. which i mean i could probably get a controller that would take me out of the screen too but just like just stand alone not have to have a computer near me so much fun that's why i like working at guitar center that's like one of the reasons like they'd have gear out and i could just play with it
1: mm-hmm. i mean every every job's got its perks you know, when I was delivering appliances, the whole perk was you don't have a supervisor breathing down your back and you're outside the whole day, you know, just on the road. I, that's I loved that shit. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah. You it's, know part of, it's
1: part of why, like, sometimes, like, I'll just go out and just drive. Nowhere. So I'll just, like, take off a loop, get on the highway, drive out to, like, GR, and then back. Literally not going anywhere. Just get in my car oh. and drive. Do that sometimes. Never been much of a driver.
0: I like to walk, though.
1: Walking is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Might fact, have to go for
0: a walk today. It's nice out.
1: I think one of these days coming up soon, I'm probably going to just hop in my car and drive north and then just drive back. <laughs> what Just to drive? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll probably I, I, realistically I'd stop at like a park somewhere. But yeah, probably going to do that sometime soon. I like that drive. Everybody's I mean, might as like, well. You got the free time. Everybody's like, I don't like driving up north. Or I don't like all these long drives or these road trips and stuff. And I'm like, I love it. I'll drive the whole way.
0: Yeah, do some do some nice and relaxing. Mm, I mean, like, you'll
1: you'll ha- you got the free time. Like a while back when um, when when uh, when the gang and I went out to uh, the comic con out in uh, Novi, Michigan. Yeah, I think pretty much my favorite part was the drive out. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't know, man. Something about just being on the highway. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. If, you know, some people enjoy it. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, it, it, it is kind of due in part to like a quote that I internalized a, lo- a long time ago. It was a, so, I, I forget where I where I got it from, but I'm pretty sure it was either a, a movie or a TV show. But it was like happiness is an open road and a full tank of gas. And I was like, damn, that's so simple, but so accurate, you know. But.
0: Oh, never been, never been watched or never been one to really drive anywhere. That's, that's an it's interesting it. quote, though.
1: I miss it. The the having the driving be a part of my work. Uh, not the lifting heavy stuff. No. Nah, yeah. Take a lead <laughs> like, that. I, you, I don't need that. <laughs> uh, like my ideal. Like if I if I had to work a job for the rest of my life, my ideal job would be like. Local, no touch freight. So that so I could like I'd just be not local, local, like in the city, but local, like in the state. So, but the, the idea would be that like I drive somewhere and like it, they'd be long drives, not short drives to deliver cargo or whatever, and then just be home every night. Cause that's like, <laughs> that's, that's the, ol- <laughs> that the only thing that stops me from being like an over the road trucker is like my, my dad used to do out. it. And like, you don't come home all too often. And I'm like, fuck that. Like, I'm trying to be at home in my bed every night. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't
0: know. My ideal job would be not working a nine to five no no your <laughs> ideal job is a
1: is a compromise like it's a, you have to be employed by someone if if you had to choose the life of being employed what would it be like that's my ideal what's yours um
0: doing what i do now but working for somebody like
1: <laughs> okay that works i guess because the goal is to be self-employed <laughs> yeah but I, that's this. This isn't about like the goal or what we're actually going to do. This is just like if I don't know, you know, I don't. This is a what if scenario. What if self-employed was not an option? If Self-employed wasn't an option. That's awful. <laughs> right. Um, hmm.
0: That's a hard one,
1: right? Yeah, that's, I don't why, know. that's why I just chose <laughs> something that makes me happy. You know, just driving around. Dan, I don't really enjoy anything. You know, it'd be I'm even saying. better just driving around a fucking advertisement vehicle. And you know, driving like advertisement a car, uh, like a like an SUV with a car wrap, just driving that around. If I could get paid to do that, I'd, I'd just do that.
0: <laughs> Not gonna lie, i would probably be like a webmaster or something mm. for a website. That's probably why I'd I'd probably do something like that. Because you could telecommute, or. Well, I mean, yeah, you can do it remote, but it's like it's the basis of your job is literally just communicating and maintaining things. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, if you're just a, if you're just a webmaster, it's like you just have to maintain the website, handle any, th- and just handle all the like technical side of it.
1: Mm-hmm. That ain't bad. I could probably be a motivational speaker. But then that's not really something you do as an employee. Yeah, you do that in a motivational speaker for seminars at a company oh that would work because i gonna say it's like you know you're going around talking to you can can do that on your
0: own and make more money than working for other people (laughs) just
1: be a motivational speaker for a company that that actually sounds fun yeah i mean it's like every time like you're you're in a workspace and they're like yeah we're gonna have this team building exercise or whatever blah 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 the dude who's running it always seems like they're in a great mood i mean obviously they're getting paid they have to uh project an air of positivity because that's the whole point of the meeting, but still like they goof around and fuck off and have fun. And it's like, well, that's their like release from not being stuck in a cubicle or whatever the fuck it is that they do. But, oh, so, so would you want to do like the camp style retreats? Hey, why not? <laughs> yeah, this is a work retreat. We're, we're doing team building exercises off in the woods because that's a great idea. You want, to do a, you want to do a team building exercise? Hey, who wants to go to the bar on the company payroll? That'll build your fucking team. <laughs> Everybody gets serious. Counselor's like, you guys know how to bury a body? Mm <laughs> hmm. Honestly, it comes to team building exercises, man. Just like rent out a space and let people fuck around. Can't force people to be cool with people.
0: Or just leave it alone and let people be individuals. Mm -hmm. Like I've always hated. I've always hated when like managers have always used to use. Oh, we're just we're just one big dysfunctional family. Like, uh, you clearly don't know how I handle dysfunctional family. Mm hmm.
1: First off, you saying dysfunctional family makes me like concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not dysfunctional. I mean, you but, see, uh, you you, they, say, they, you see the same <clears throat> problems I'm seeing. So what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> just like we're,
0: we're just one big family. It's like that's not an that's not a kind of environment I like to like be around. It's I hate a,
1: that shit. It's, Every it's, time it's,
0: it's pretty much like hey, you have to deal with somebody without punching them in the face, mm-hmm. and we're not going to fire them even if they're terrible.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, it's so and
1: so. We're a family. No. <laughs> I don't talk to my family. Like, chill out with that. Here at such and such place, we're co-workers. And we oh, get that we're into the No, you be, you'll be fun We don't like each other, but
0: serving cotton candy at carnivals.
1: Not for me, man. No. Nope. Any <laughs> job where you gotta interact with a bunch of kids on the regular.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's true.
1: That's like that's that's one of the reasons why, like. <laughs> I told myself I would absolutely never get into like any retail position, no matter what dire straits oh, I'm in. Good. I'd rather never do be it. homeless. Never do it. I'm not dealing with people like that.
0: Actually, you know what? I'd probably work in a movie theater or a video store. Free movies.
1: I mean, if you like seeing movies that much, which of course you do, I mean you pay for the whole celebration cinema subscription thing. <laughs> which <is> but, pause <laughs> because I can't go to the movies. <laughs> But like for me, like I can't think of anything that I like enough to where I'd be willing to deal with customers like that. You know? I don't um, mind dealing with customers. Just, those
0: kind of environments you don't deal with terrible customers. Mm-hmm. It's like pretty much like in the movies, it's like literally just like, you know, it's like these small interactions. You don't have to troubleshoot anything or mm-hmm. get calls of complaints and man, I'd love to be able to just see movies all the time. Like it, like like <laughs> I always thought it was like, man, I wonder what happened if I got like, like if this was like years ago, had they started doing this years ago? It was like, imagine if I had both memberships, one for Celebration and one for AMC, see six movies a week for 80 bucks a mo- or for 40 bucks a month.
1: Six movies a week. Is that what you said? Yeah, because that's, you can that's see that's three movies a week. That's too much. I would see everything. Yeah, but like, I don't I feel like six movies don't come out every week that I'd be interested in.
0: That's not the point. I'd see them anyway.
1: Okay. All right then. Uh, I think yeah, I, I would, would literally watch I l- everything. I, lear- I learned a lesson about James. It's not really about the movie. It's just about seeing them. Okay. Yeah.
0: I, it's also. It's also. It's like wanting to be a filmmaker. I kind of have to be. Mm-hmm. I, I open myself up to watch a lot of different things. Like that's what I was gonna do with with the membership. Yeah, I, I was seeing two movies a week. I was like, I'll see everything. But then Corona happened, and it just kind of fell apart. I just I hope. Mean, I just I just hope they open up by the time Tenet comes out.
1: Yeah. But we'll see. What are they going to do if they don't? Probably just push it back. Like
0: everything else. Yeah. It's already made, so Oh, look at the time. It's about time to sign off on the pandemic cast.
1: Indeed it is. So yeah, I uh,
0: hope everybody's doing all right out there. Hope you're still listening. Hope you're making all your everyone you know listen. Mm-hmm. Hope you, you guys buy in merch if you haven't yet. It's out.
1: Buy it, please. <laughs> it's out. Buy it. Just, just, just an FYI. Buy just, it. Hey, you know, if you want to spend money on us, go that's, right ahead. That's not how. You, that's not how you get them. Buy it. You got to use the sublim- subliminal messaging. Buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, man, I got to wash my prefer not to say podcast T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Available now on store.com. dot com. Not no. so subtle hints. <laughs>
1: I just uh, I'm 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 ready for this to end, you know,
0: so we can, you know, promote the pod in public.
1: Yes, (laughs) you can walk around with the hoodie, Mm -hmm. but then also everyone who bought them can walk around with them.
0: You know, that's going to be nice. I'm waiting to see like random people on the street just wearing one. I'll be like,
1: oh, yeah, we that's that's going to be like the uh, realistically that's the next goal for me, you know, is to see someone I don't know out and about wearing wearing the PNTS that merch. would be mind blowing I'd be like oh, I'd, if, if it's one person on their own I'll probably geek out run over and be like yo you listen to that show and they're like oh you listen to it too I'm like no oh, I make it <laughs> you're like I'm on it I'm like,
0: what you're like I'm daddy master senpai they'll be like oh my god yeah we're at 709 listens that
1: was good until this drops until this drops and then 712 <laughs> <laughs> yeah no oh I would like to uh make a quick shout out to all the people I didn't know were listening you know I'm not gonna name anybody but like I was surprised at the amount of people or the variety and the in the listeners I'll say I'll say that much oh uh, but yeah
0: we got a lot of you know people <sighs> I wouldn't
1: wouldn't expect to to listen to the show or listening to the show and I appreciate that and it shows that uh it shows that the content isn't um, like niche to the point where people wouldn't be interested in it. You know? Yeah. Like that was one of my worries going into, into the the podcast was that we'd only like hit X fan base and like that'd be it. Like there's people that from different walks of life that appreciate it.
0: Well, that's why that's why I made a point like early on. We were just like, we're not going to make it about a one specific thing. I mean, if we made it about one specific thing, I mean, it kind of gone on in a different direction, but it's like you, you have that demographic. It's like, oh, let's just, do do whatever we come up with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just excited to do more interviews because th- those those end up being the more popular episodes and we just get to interact with fun people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because yeah uh, got a about five more. I think we got a, about five more episodes of this quarter left. And then I think so. we're, in, we're in the planning stages of season three. It's going to be bigger and better. If you enjoy this one, you're gonna definitely enjoy next one.
1: That's what it was. I want the uh, the the lockdown lifted so that we could um like interact with fans more. That's 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 what the fucking thing was. (laughs) Not being able to go and and like see people is like bugging the shit out of me.
0: Oh yeah, because we can't we can't interact with our fans. Yeah, I I want to meet Josh in person. (laughs) Right.
1: That's that's how it be. It's like, dude, he 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 promotes us in his
0: TikToks.
1: You know what I want to. You know what I want to see. I want to. Oh, man, this is like way down the line, but like, uh, prefer not to say. Uh, what's it called? Convention. I want to see the. <laughs> like, to say I <laughs> see all the different people intermingling. We'll have to see, I uh, see those conversations. Uh,
0: probably a next year thing. We'll have to see about a uh, what kind of podcast conventions there are out there. I know there's some out there. I have to go uh, check those out when
1: we're a little bit bigger. Yeah. <laughs> by the time we do that, though, I'd, I'm realistically by the time we do that, I'm probably gonna go and get checked out see if i have a diagnosable like anxiety or something like that so i can get medication to deal with it (laughs) or find some way to just like make it so you can interact because like man going to even going to like comic-con and stuff like i still get the shakes it'd be like that
0: well i guess we'll just have to see Mm -hmm. all right everybody we're gonna sign out because i have to work on the episode that we're dropping tomorrow So as always, stay hustling and stay hydrated. Peace.